Today, our resident video expert, Kim Ritberg, is going to show you how to make great video content when you're all alone. Stay tuned. This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, Real Geeks is your solution. Find out why agents across the country choose Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering a sales and marketing solution so that you can easily generate more business. Their agent websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth search experience for your visitors. Real Geeks also includes an easy-to-use agent CRM, so once a lead signs up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up conversations. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. Again, visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. And now, on to our show. Hey, Keeping It Real folks. Uh, I'm Kim Ritberg. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. I'm really excited to talk to you today about how to make content alone. And the reason why that's so important is because all of us need to be making content all the time to grow our business. So as a real estate agent, you need to make content. You don't always have somebody with you. If you do, you have an assistant or a social media manager. That's awesome. But a lot of time you don't. So I'm going to go through the specific details on how to make content when you're alone. So I'm Kim Ritberg. I'm an award-winning digital marketer. I spent 15 years in media, meaning I was the person writing and producing scripts for national news outlets like Inside Edition and Fox. I even went to the Oscars for Us Weekly. <laughs> I was the um, video head for Us Weekly and now I love taking all that knowledge about how to write scripts, create content that really appeals to people from social media, and help you, real estate agents, grow your business. And I'll tell you, the rules about what makes great content never changes. The platform changes, how you make it changes, the technology is much more accessible now, but making great content is universal and you can learn it. It's a skill you can learn. And I now teach um, agents across the country uh, in group courses, my video bootcamp course, and I do one-on-one -on -one work where I work directly with agents to help them make better content specifically to get leads, to sell more homes, um, and to get more clients, to grow your revenue. So I want to jump right into um, how to make content when you're alone. So I was thinking about this recently. I went to Paris. Very nice, right? I went to Paris. Um, and I went to Paris to piggyback my husband's um, work trip. And so what ended up happening was I had a day where I was by myself and I was like dressed nice and I wanted to shoot some content and I'm like, okay, like I'm thinking in advance, what am I going to do when I shoot the content? What am I going to use? What tools am I going to use? And I realized this is great. This is something I teach my clients and students in my courses. So I wanted to bring you into it. So when you're thinking about filming by yourself, the situations where you might need it is you might be doing a home tour. You might be filming uh, something in your area, right? Like a local restaurant or a bar. Again, a big part of being a real estate agent is being that trusted person, that trusted resource. And so you want to be bringing people into what's in your area, presenting yourself as that local expert. You don't always have someone to film you. Ideally, if it's a super active filming session, you have someone, but you might not. So when you're on a real estate tour, maybe you're doing a neighborhood tour, maybe you're just 
filming a video about your area and it's not necessarily a tour, but you're featuring like something that you love, right? So it's very important to understand how to film by yourself. So number one, thinking about what materials you might need. I'm a big advocate of like not overbuying things. I have a whole cabinet, basically a graveyard of dead equipment that I don't use because even if I know how to use it, I don't feel like using it. It's either cumbersome or hard to set up or if you're not a super techie, it's just annoying. So I'm a big advocate of only buying what you really need. And when we're talking about filming by yourself, what you can do, I think the bare minimum is really some sort of tripod with a ring light. And now if you're sitting in your office and you're not out on the go, a standing tripod, meaning there's like three, try is three, things on the bottom, a stand, you can put your phone in it and a light around it. That's gonna light you nicely and that's not gonna have your phone bobble around. Now, if you're on the go, it's important to get something like that, but that really can fit in your bag, in your briefcase, whatever, uh, that you can bring with you. Not too big, not too cumbersome. So one thing is if you're filming content on the go, like for example, like I mentioned, I was in Paris, I had a selfie stick that then doubles as a tripod. Why is that a great piece of equipment to have? So the selfie stick, you can hold it across, you can hold it out from you, and then you can film yourself. But when I opened the tripod, that's when I could sit it on the street and walk by and, and create content, capture content without needing someone to help me. So that was an all-in-one. So I bought a little selfie stick that then had a little tripod that opens out from the selfie stick. So selfie stick has like an arm, a metal arm. Those little tripod legs folded out from it. It folded down to a really small size that could fit in my purse. So to me, that's very important. I'm on vacation. I'm not carrying around a backpack. I'm just wearing a regular bag. So that is what I got. So again, I recommend a tripod with a ring light, whatever size fits where you're gonna be. Um, so if we're talking about filming on your own and you're going into an apartment and you're kind of by yourself, yeah, just bring a tripod with a ring light, set it up. Um, but if you really think you're gonna be out on the go, I would recommend getting like a traveling tripod, a small one. Um, and if you're looking for like specific materials, you can message me, you can message me on Instagram. I'm Kim Rittberg, R-I-T-T-B-E-R-G. Message me and I'll give you some ideas. So. Once you have your materials, you bought your equipment, you gotta think about what you're gonna film, right? So you have to have a plan in mind. So let's say, for example, you wanna film something awesome in your town. Maybe you wanna feature a really great new restaurant. So when we're talking about what are you gonna film, you have to think about how am I filming this? Where am I gonna be? What might it look like? So knowing where you're gonna film, so I'm gonna go back to the example of me being in Paris. And I have a video that I have on Instagram. It says like how I filmed myself when I was in Paris. You can set up the tripod, put it on the ground. And again, this depends on, on how big your tripod is, where you're, but you're gonna put it down on a surface, either on the ground or on a table or something like that. You're gonna turn it on. The best resolution of the camera is not the selfie mode, it's the regular mode. But if you can't manage that, do selfie modes, that way you can see the screen. You prop it up on the tripod and you set it down. And let's say you want a shot of you like walking into the restaurant, right? Or maybe you're walking in. So for me in Paris, I wanted a shot of me walking by the camera on the Seine River. I just, it was like a cool shot. It's just like you could see the water next to me, a little pedestrian overpass. You could see people kind of walking around. It looked Parisian. And I wanted to get the idea that I was in Paris, right? That I was there. So I was, I, I walked really far away from the tripod. You don't look at the camera and you walk consistently past the camera. This is called B-roll footage. It's footage where someone's, it's not the action, it's not your, sorry, it's not you talking to the camera, it's kind of action that shows what's going on. So let's say, again, you're going to the restaurant. 
Maybe you set up the tripod where you're seeing the name of the restaurant above you and you're walking through it. So maybe we're seeing um, the, I'm gonna like pick like a random restaurant in New York City. Uh, White Horse Tavern. It's a bar near where I used to live in the West Village of New York City. White Horse Tavern, the sign is above you. The tripod is set up across the street. You walk across the doorway and you're setting up that you're going in. Or maybe you're walking you're walking from one side, you're going into the door, and then you close the door. And the tripod is catching that from across the street, or maybe um, it's set on a table outside. But again, you're getting the signage, so you're showing somebody where you're at. So that's one shot you know you're getting. Again, you have to visualize what am I going to do, what am I going to film to tell this story. So um, if you know you're going to talk to camera, and I'll explain a little bit about what's happening, you can be setting up that camera where you're talking to camera. So we just got the shot where you're walking in and you're walking into the restaurant and then you can be setting up that little tripod at a table or you can bring it inside where you're filming as long as it's not loud. Set it up, talk to camera. We're talking about framing it, meaning like what, is the, what does it look like? What does the composition look like? You don't wanna to be too close. You want it to be so that there's a little bit of space above your head. There's you know more of your body in the shot and when you're really trying to establish where you are, you want to film wide enough, a wide enough shot so that you're seeing more behind you. A lot of times we see a lot of content on social media. It's like the same background. We're talking to camera. You're in your office. It's a lot of the same. When you're out and about, really make it look different. Like capture that cool stuff. If this restaurant has some really cool fountain, if this restaurant has a really amazing mosaic wall, maybe it has like a cool living wall of plants. Maybe it has a cool smoker. Maybe it's like a barbecue pit with an amazing smoker. Really capture that. Um, whether you're in the shot or not, you want to be capturing that content. Okay. And we talked a little bit before I mentioned about prepping your video. Have, write it down, have your overall idea ready. I like to say prepare your script. A script makes it seem like you have to write it out like an article. Even just three bullet points of what you know you're going to cover, that will help keep you organized. It will help keep you moving. It will make sure your video is more interesting and it'll make sure you don't ramble. I think it's very important to understand without a structure, a script or bullet points, you're just going to ramble because you're not really know what you're covering. So it's always important to go in with the plan. So let's say you say, okay, I'm going to walk into this restaurant. I'm going to show the sign in the restaurant. I want to cover the kitchen. I want to film the actual um, like dining area and I want to talk to the camera about what I think is interesting about it. So you have to be thinking about the shots. So you know you want that exterior shot that says the name of the restaurant. You're going to want to show the actual inside of the restaurant. And but for that shot, you can hold your camera and be turning the camera ever so slightly, very slowly to show all the different sides of the restaurant. If you do not have a steady hand, you can always film it steady. You can play with a lot of things and edit. Don't worry about it. If you do think you're going to be doing a lot of like moving walking shots in terms of materials, you can always get a stabilizer or a gimbal to put on your camera. Totally optional, not mandatory. Um, again, in terms of preparing it, if you're filming for vertical social media like TikTok or Instagram, you're going to be filming things, things vertically. If you're filming them for YouTube and vertical, you're going to start to film horizontal and then you can always edit it down to be vertical later. Make sure you're always filming in the highest resolution. Go check your camera settings. Google, how do I get the highest camera settings possible? Make sure for your own camera, you're filming on the highest possible settings. This will take up more space, but it will make a much better video. All right, and now, you know, if you're doing a restaurant video, you might wanna do something where you're like showing someone around the restaurant, and even if you don't wanna talk to camera, you're gonna wanna voice it over later. Voice over, it means when you hear someone's voice over the footage, write that down. 
when you're doing a voiceover, you really want to be concise. So write it down and then you're going to record that. Um, lastly, if you don't have a tripod, you can always use a shelf. So, you know, there's kind of always like a ledge or a shelf or something. Sometimes I've used like a, my purse. <laughs> I take my purse. I, I lean it up against something. I've used a water bottle. I mean, it's just anything that you can get a steady place to put your phone can be a tripod. One thing to remember is lighting. So as you're filming all of these things, you always want to make sure you're, you're getting good lighting, meaning it's not too dark, but it's also not too light. So if you're in the middle of the day and have a really, really bright light, that's going to really be harsh. Okay. It's not going to look that good. So you kind of want a balanced light. Um, and you don't want to be half in shadow and half out of shadow. So you want to be in one spot. Um, consider the composition when you're filming. So it's good if you're, if you're talking, you can kind of be right in the middle of the frame or slightly to the side. Um, that's nice. And then you want to kind of have things balanced, you know, the rule of threes, like have things in different thirds because we're doing a lot of vertical, vertical content. The composition rules have changed a little bit. If you've ever heard the rule of thirds is if you're looking at something and it's like horizontal, um, like a sideways painting, they have the rule of threes where you want something like not always just in the middle, but kind of in the different thirds vertically, it's a little bit different, right? It does change. So, um, it's just important to remember that and you just want to have your shots a little bit different not always like the same thing in the middle all the time you just want to vary your shots a little bit um one thing to remember is very very important always film b-roll footage b-roll footage is footage of what you're seeing so in a restaurant that's the restaurant booth sets the kitchen that's the entrance sign it's anytime that you're not really talking to camera the reason why that's important is because you can always add things later you could make your whole video without you in it and just film a lot of that same restaurant and then you can talk over it afterwards or you can add text but without that b-roll without that footage it's hard for someone to know what is this restaurant where is it what's it like what's cool about it and again when you're filming something um, don't forget to think about what do you think is cool about it as you're making that video so you have to tell the story from your point of view this is not a google article about the restaurant it's your point of view on the article and uh, it's your point of view on the restaurant and that's why people are working with you as their agent they trust you and they trust your opinion um and so lastly so you're getting that b-roll you're thinking about lighting and composition and um in terms of filming on your own one last thing when you're filming and you're out and about give context to where you are so if this restaurant is on the main street make sure to show the main street if this restaurant is like a restaurant in the middle of nowhere and it's this beautiful farm or maybe this beautiful sunset this beautiful beach show that sometimes we live in this like small world like you know the phrase seeing the far seeing the forest for the trees or seeing the trees for the forest but stepping back stepping back and saying great i'm in this little restaurant awesome step back where is this restaurant is it by a highway is it on a main street is it on a beach so just giving a little more context to where this is all right so today we were talking about how to make content when you're alone so i'm going to re recap Buy the right materials, so figure out what you're filming and if you're going to be on the move a lot or if you're kind of standing. You're going to be getting some sort of tripod with a ring light or like a little travel tripod, maybe with a selfie stick, whatever is good for you. You're going to prepare your video. Most important, think ahead about what you're going to talk about, what you want to capture. You can always write it later, but you need the ideas of what you're going to cover and what you're going to talk about. You really only get one chance to film it. So make sure to cover filming a lot of it, film all the interesting things that you might have noticed. Um, and lastly, so um, the, on that note of making sure you know what you're filming, if you're going on vacation, same rules apply. Like think about all the things that make your vacation interesting. So you would wanna film the ski slope or the 
pool or the ocean or your hotel or an amazing meal you had. So you really want that varied content. The one thing is you don't want a video of just you talking to camera when you're in the Bahamas. I want to see the Bahamas, right? So really bring people into your life by capturing as much content as possible. You can always add text or voiceover later. All right. As you can tell, if you could probably tell my voice, I love teaching people about video. Video can grow your business. It is the most amazing thing. And if you don't know how to make great video to grow your business, you're never too late. It's never too late. You're never too old. You're never too young. It's perfect. So reach out to me. I'm at Instagram, Kim Rittberg, K-I-M-R-I-T-T-B-E-R-G. I also have really awesome free downloads you can grab from kimrittberg.com slash newsletter. Drop me an Instagram. I love hearing from the Keeping It Real folks. You're all really cool. And I've now worked with so many of you in my video bootcamp classes that I run twice a year. Um, reach out. I hope to hear from you. And if you're making content when you're alone, make sure to tag me in that video, whether you're making an Instagram story or a full reel. I want to hear what you're making when you're alone. Um, tag me and I will cheer you on. I am a big cheerleader. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. I am Kim Rittberg and I'll talk to you next time.